You are listening uh, almost go. live to the All College Football Podcast. I am your host, as always. Wes Ham is joined in studio by my tag team duo, Paxton Biggs and Trent. How you Pollard. doing, people? How you doing, people? <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in once again. Oh, God, no. Thank you all for tuning in again. Uh, This is episode number eight of the All College Football Podcast. Uh, We come to you here weekly from the Pollard Media Studios. On this week's episode, we are going to talk a little bit about recapping week number five, which was about the most impactful week of the college football season so far, and a little bit of actual Mm -hmm. clarity at the top of the AP Top Ten, really for the first time all season. Uh, we're going to have America's favorite game, of course. What is it, Paxson Biggs? Hammond's Trivia. That'll be coming up later, and we will... No, uh, it's, it's interesting what you just said there. What's that? You said at the top of the rankings. Yes. Because we had this this conundrum that you, for some reason, think it's in ascending order from... The the top of the rankings is the top. One yeah, through ten is the top. you're descending through the top ten. No. Yes. I don't want to start this again, but you just had Wait, a Freudian so slip. No, that, no, so he, no, saying, he didn't. That's the no, top of the rankings. The rankings the top is, of the rank. Yes, the rankings are one so through twenty-five. Right? Is the rankings? So if yes. he started at the top and started going down, he'd be descending. That's descending. You motherfucker. If I started, if I started, want to go down? Different. No, 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 no. In the season, no, no, no. because I started no, from twenty-five no. and I went to number one, and you guys were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, that's that's ascending, ascending. and you were saying that's descending. 25 to 1 is you were saying ascending. Pull the tape. tape. Pull the tape. Because well, that's not And 1 it. to 25 is descending because you're going Pull to the I'm tape. I'm excited now because Paxton just tape. fucked himself Pull the so tape. bad. Pull the tape. I mean, pull I don't have it on me. But I say, pull it out of your pocket. Show it to us, yeah. Trent. Uh, we're going to talk about the top 10, 25 packs in here in just a minute. Yeah. We're going to play America's <clears> favorite game. At the end, we will give you our week six picks against the spread, where yours truly, Wes Hammond's still the smartest person in the office. But first, we do need to talk about the fact that there has been a change in policy. And only moments ago, mm-hmm. Pax and Biggs, you said to me, what'd you say to me? Does it feel weird? Oh, just walking over to the pod, or walking the, over to the, the podcast studio. Right, from yeah. my desk that I've that worked is, at all day. which probably is about, about nine feet away. Yeah, I, I could spit that far. Um, that's wow. impressive. Well, that thank is, you. That's really impressive. No, Let's thank you. See I appreciate it. Right here. That's it. All right, I lied. I did. I can't spit that far. Um, I'd have to kick it over there. But no, if you were listening to the show last week, you know that uh, my tenure as a teacher came to an end. I joined Pollard Media uh, on a full-time basis. Gentlemen, I have to proposition you and the listeners at home they want to know through what is today. Today, we're recording on You're Thursday. you proposition me? Well, I'm propositioning October 7th. October 7th. Today's Thursday. This is five days. This is basically a full week, right? I started last Friday, and this is Thursday. Mm-hmm. Five days, a full week. Wes Hammond's in the studio, in what the office. Learned? What have you learned, gentlemen? The floor is yours. Oh, what have we learned about you? I yeah. thought you were going to go on. No, about no, what no. We about no, you. what have like you learned? How do you feel? Thing to bring up is the fact that you talk to yourself. He talks to himself. <laughs> quite a Literally. Bit. I don't know how you worked in a classroom i don't uh, i don't know how everyone wasn't like hey mr hammonds can you shut the hell up i'm trying to take a test Wes talks to his computer like he'll, he'll be he'll be working on something and he'll just randomly it, probably about every minute and a half he'll be all like, right it's no, not every minute and a half bro it might be yeah i'm gonna record i'm gonna record you yeah, we're just me. gonna have these mics rolling throughout the day one day and you're gonna be like wow it was a lot 
So he'll just be sitting at his computer and be like, no, God damn it, no. And then he'll move something around his computer. You'll hear him be quiet for a little while. And then you're like, like typing. No, God, no, not that way. I didn't want it to go like that. <laughs> no, he, he just gets even, mad at his computer no, at something that happens on there with technology. The funniest is when he talks to his computer. He's like, no, you know I wasn't me- meaning to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, and now I, I've mentioned it to him a couple times. Like, it's it's not very bothersome or anything. It's honestly, it makes me giggle. I'm at my desk. I sit right next to you. I'm kind of giggling. And now I've told you about it. I think I was funny. unaware. And now he, in mid-sentence, while he... He's um, chastising his yeah, computer. Cursing, as cursing you know, at myself. He will stop himself and be like, God damn it, Paxton, you fucking... <laughs> <laughs> you made me aware of it. I don't like being aware of the fact that I'm doing this. It's like the... Uh, it's the um, What's the thing where they break the glass? Is it How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, it's yes. How I Met Your Mother where they break... The, and now, like, I didn't, I didn't realize... The glass is shattered. It's not something I realized I did, and mm-hmm. now, like, you know... I'm, 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 it's I'm, all you do. I'm sure fan of the show Chloe Hammonds realizes something I do and just hasn't had the heart to tell me. I, I will um, say it, it is much more homey in this office. Like Wes brought um, yeah. all of his decorations so to his desk. He has a little Mr. Hammonds uh, little easel thing name for plate, his name yeah. plate. Yeah. Uh, he has a Sensi that I literally wait for him <laughs> to get in the office. And I'm like, it's the best part of my day when that Sensi warms up and it starts to waft my way. I'm like... It's pump- you know it's pumpkin spice right now day. for the fall. It yeah. smells lovely. It, like, it, I, it really sets it up for like, this is going to be a good day. I, I let really me paint a word picture <laughs> for our, our listeners. So Wes walks in about 9 o'clock every morning, and he's wearing, t- like today, he's wearing a fucking sweater. He walks in. <laughs> I wearing, feel like I look nice. Guy wearing, sweater vest. Guy wearing a sweater vest, and he walks in with his coffee in his hand. He says, hello, gentlemen. Yeah. And then he walks over, he puts his food in the refrigerator. My lunch. His lunch into the refrigerator. By the way, Trent and I have never brought food into <laughs> no, this office. We've not we even used, used the microwave or refrigerator. No. We just bought it because you're supposed to have them. And then he walks to his desk. He sits down. <laughs> and then click. He clicks his Scentsy on. Get that, he gets that warming up for the aroma. And he and puts on lo-fi beats. And then on he puts on lo-fi. If you ever, if you want to look up like... <laughs> The most, I mean, it, it's nice to, it's I like an ambient. I do too. I actually really love it. But it's like, it's like if elevator music had EDM. It's like yeah. that. It's like that. That's mixed. a great description. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of that mixture of music. They it's should perfect. change elevator music to that. To oh, that. Oh, I would just love full that. time. Yeah, yeah, because it's just like a little bit of bass, like a little bit of humdrum. Yeah, and then five minutes go by, and you'll hear Wes go. Task one is done for the day. Yeah. And then he'll like scribble something off. Yeah, of and it's something. So he did it this morning. He was like, all right, I just he had, had to, to text Trent something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, yeah, was, yeah that was the first thing I needed to do <laughs> and today. He goes, he goes, check that off. I, I wrote rush. it down, did it, marked it off. <laughs> dopamine rush. And he said dopamine rush out loud. <laughs> I, I will say it was a lot quieter in this office. It, did, it didn't smell as good and it wasn't as homey. So I, I will say these are all improvements. How much? How much? And. Listeners will understand in a minute. How much was the bathroom being used before I got here? I mean, maybe a couple times a day. Wes, for some reason, gets in here and he's like about to prepare for a marathon. Like he he chugs. He the other day he held up his bottle of water at like nine thirty and was like, "I've had sixty ounces of water." You're like, "All right, cool, man." He's been in the bathroom five times. Now I did tell you. I think on Friday, my first day, I was like, "I don't know when to go to the restroom anymore." Because as a teacher, I couldn't just like leave my class. Friend of the show, Evan Drake, apparently, which just leave, leaves his children unattended all the time as a teacher. I never did that. During the class period, you know, the 
45, 50 minutes, wherever we're in the class. I don't go to the bathroom. I have to stay in there and watch the children, right? So there's five minutes in between each like hour and I run to the bathroom, use the restroom and come back to class. So like I, I've trained myself over the years, like every hour I like go now to the bathroom. Now your bladder just has free reign. Like I, you, you can't stop it now. I'm pissing every like 15 minutes. Yeah. Like I just like, whoa, I can just get up and go it's, whenever I need. It's yeah. kind of strange. It, you Here might have are. diabetes. That's <laughs> one of the symptoms. I should probably go. I should probably go to the uh, the doctor. No, blame Chloe because Chloe makes me drink all this water. Like you know, all God right. love her. She wants me to live longer, but you know, be well hydrated. But now I'm drinking water like crazy. Yeah, I have to go to the I, I will. I will say that I, I haven't really seen anything too negative about you working. Well, that's here. good. Aside from the 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 constant cursing at myself I yeah guess. that's fine aside from that, it makes fine. me feel better about myself i used to think i was bad about that and i was like man no one now, is like west now what is the best thing maybe that i have brought that you the have mentioned Cincy. no well aside, yeah that obviously but you have mentioned a couple times there are things that you dislike that you wouldn't normally voice oh <laughs> yeah so trent trent <laughs> likes to have the volume loud and he likes he likes to. I mean, I'm down with the hip rap music, like the, the young kids. Yeah, <laughs> the but sit down with the Trent, Trent will turn the volume super loud, and it just it doesn't bother me enough to where I'll say something. But Wes, like, he'll jump on that. Sh- he'll walk in, and it's loud, and he's like, "Hey, let's turn this down." <laughs> I'm like, "I'm like, yeah, I'm glad you said something, Wes." Or like Trent left his phone on uh-huh. loud in the office. First day, first day in the. I office. haven't heard it on loud in the office since. <laughs> like he got Wes got on to him about yeah. it. A couple times, and you think Wes is running this entire operation? Yeah. Wes has shit and check around here. He's got made it more homey. But uh, like Clients in the past, like in the past, how I, unfriendly of a place was this before I got here? It was like a wasteland, I guess. Yeah. But like in the past, if Trent's phone was on loud, I just wouldn't have said anything. Right. I'd have been like, you would I don't, be unhappy. I'd be like, I don't want to be the douche that's right. like, hey, will you turn your phone off? Right. Yeah. But well, Wes is like, hey, man. If that goes off one more time, <laughs> I'm leaving this office and never coming back. Uh, I remember um, this that this had to have been. I mean, this was when you were still working at Camo. Um, of one day in like our group chat, we were like posting videos or pictures of like what like our office looked like or whatever. Mm-hmm, and you know, outside yeah. of me, you guys all work in like typical offices. Um, and then I'm at a at a school, right? And I, I remember someone, maybe it was Barbosa that first, I don't remember, but somebody sent a picture or a video of like what my office looks like or whatever. And then I sent mine and Trent's is just this bare cupboard of just like, yeah. there's no windows. There's no, there was nothing in those cupboards either. Yeah. There's no pictures. I mean, it's just like, and you're like, this is what my workplace looks like. I'm like, yep. That is so depressing. No wonder I want to <laughs> kill myself. Yeah, I've got color and vibrance in my room. And Dude, I've got movie it was posters. Like policy there. Yeah. I was told you cannot have things on your walls. Like they don't want you like, to what like. What the fuck s- are we? They don't want you to see your they loved ones. Wanna, think about them. No, no bullshit. Focus they're, on your work. They're like you get thirty minutes of rec time. <laughs> it is like prison. Yeah, it's weird. I oh, even yes. I worked at a great place like before I started doing Pollard Media full time, and. I still didn't think to have like things on the wall. Like right. it, it was just like work stuff that we'd have to have on the sure. wall. So like, yeah, this is this is definitely strange. Well, no, like, for, uh, friend of the show Taylor Pollard came in the other day to help me with something. Friend that, is, wife of the show, wife of the show <laughs> Taylor Pollard came in, and uh, she said to Trent, "Like Wes got a picture of Chloe on his desk. Where's your picture of me on your desk?" <laughs> she got like upset that you didn't have a picture oh, of man. her. I need to get a picture of Brady and put him on my yeah, desk. There you go. <laughs> you need pictures of your loved ones yeah. around. And, and speaking of, I see them every day though. What, what just? You like to remember that they're alive, Trent? 
I'm like Dwight. He's like can, not at work. I have to not say. I mean, I have come to on. Say good morning. Can I say it? Can, can I, I say say good month? Good month. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you how to do this, man. <laughs> can I? Can I just take him? Can I get him covered? Can I just get it out of the way? Uh loved ones are great. I loved loved ones. I gotta hear this fucking segue. <laughs> Jesus, I don't know where this is going. I'm setting it up here. We love loved ones. We, I love loved ones. Uh-huh. Trent, Trent doesn't. Okay. This sounds like something Donald Trump would start a speech with. I love loved ones. I love, I love loved ones. Nobody loves loved no ones more than I do. More than me. <laughs> but one of the loved ones that I have to show hate towards is avid listener, fan of the show, mm. J Mac Zach Deloach for the embarrassment. Yeah. That Georgia. That. Put on. orchestrated, yes, I guess? Yes, yes. <laughs> he was in attendance. He was, oh, really? he was at the hedges. So yeah. he can say he was a part of it. Right. No, All I blame right. him. Uh, his his yelling distracted Dude, we KJ were... Jefferson and got my Arkansas Razorbacks I gotta tell embarrassed. You, there could embarrassed. have been no one there. That It, it, it wouldn't have mattered. That was horrific. Yeah, I hate that we were so smug about it, like making fun of the Dude, line. Dude, and we, yeah, everyone in the fucking world, apparently, mm-hmm. except for Tyler Barbosa. Shout out Tyler Barbosa. We got to shout him show. out here. Yep. Give him the applause. He called it. And yeah, what was the line? Uh, 18, it's 18 and a half. 18 and a half. Yeah. Tyler is the only person in my sphere of people that I know that said, oh, yeah, they're going to yeah. cover. Give it up to Tyler Congratulations, Barbosa. DJ. Everyone well done. and their mother was saying plus 18 and a half Arkansas all day. And they got run 37 to blank. Yes. Nothing. That's insane, dude. Uh, I was talking to Trent about this off air. I'm sorry, J Mac. I feel I, bad. But I say I we feel I, I gotta apologize. I mean, One, I thought J-Mac, Georgia I'm would sorry. win, but Jesus. I thought they would probably win too, but I thought for sure it's gonna be within, you know, three scores. And I was telling <laughs> I, I, I thought, my God. Uh, I was telling Trent this off air. I got that one absurdly wrong, mm. and there's another line this week as I was kind of looking through the Same, games yeah, that I'm like, that too. There, this is also wrong. I would spend all what the money. What do they know? I would yeah. put all the yeah. money that I, this is going to be I've wrong. I've told Trent this before. I am convinced that Vegas mm. has some sort time of machine or time machine yeah. that it's they the can Buffalo look into Wild the future. Wings they yeah, can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they can look into the future, but for uh, for the sake of discretion, they're like, you know what? We're going to get a few wrong. Right. But we're yeah. going to be right on just that line. Keep just it, to you know, keep it so interesting. No, no one raises any suspicions. Exactly. We're going to get it right 55% of the time forever. So I yeah. want to go ahead and note this on the show just real quick. The line that seems wonky to me that I'm sure will be a, egregiously wrong. Right. Number nine, Michigan, 5-0, and oh, is playing Nebraska this week. 3-3 three and three Nebraska, who got embarrassed to be oh, start, yeah, start the year. Oh, yeah, they're favored by three. The line is three, Paxton. Yeah. Three. It doesn't make sense. Is it at Nebraska? Yeah. It's at. Okay. Makes a little more sense. How many turnovers does Michigan have this year, Paxton? Zero. There are five games into the season with zero fucking turnovers. And Nebraska. AJ McNamara, their quarterback, has been flawless all season. They are incredibly efficient on offense, have a great defense, and they're going in to play Nebraska. And they're not going to win by a touchdown? A touchdown? Yeah, it's two field goals. But these, these times, <laughs> I don't. These times where it seems that. like easy money, you're always wrong. I must like, be easy. Yeah. Money. I just, I easy just money. want Put it. Me down. I was ready. I you swear to God, I said I am ready to empty my bank yeah. account. Yeah, Arkansas plus eighteen and a half. Yep. And I was, I was like. I was kind of bullshitting, but I was right. like, I'm really about to put five hundred dollars. Right. Well, if you could legally, you would, but you can't. Yes, yeah, so legally, I'll say legally, I could. Yeah, yeah, because we I, wouldn't. I we wouldn't do don't such have things a site here. That I can do no, that on. No, no, no. we no. wouldn't do things here. I just want it noted that I think the Michigan line is wonky, 
And that's probably a good bet for Bro, those of you who do Nebraska's it. Nebraska's probably you know. going to win by 30. Probably. <laughs> um, I do want to talk. I had to get that out of the way first. My loved ones, the Arkansas Razorbacks, were hurting. Morning. J-Mac, good job by you. Congratulations. I'll say another one of our loved ones that were hurting. Oh, please. The UCLA Bruins, man. Paxton, I don't, I don't get it. I, have I not suffered enough? I, I don't tried to talk tell about you, it. motherfuckers, early hey, in the hey, season. Hey, shut the hell we're up. We're not talking to you right now. Ed we're not talking to you. Go sit over there in your corner. We're not talking to Ed. you. This is this is a chip friendly place. This is a safe place. This is right a safe here. place for all chips. Bring it in. Lays. Here, bring it in. Here. Cheetos. Bring it in. Are Cheetos chips? Okay. Oh, that's a whoa. That's what? a good question. What do you mean are Cheetos chips? They're not chips. What are they? They're like clumpy chips, but they're not. I'm sorry. Chips. They're what? They're clumpy what? Clumpy uh, chips. We're, we're not clumpy starting this. potatoes. We're, Wait, are they potatoes? Are Cheetos potatoes? I don't know what they're... What are they made of? I don't know what they're made of. Cardboard, probably. <laughs> what the hell do they Cardboard. do? Make them... How do they make Cheetos? It's like they the make same... They make them taste amazing. Wait, 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 wait. What's a cheese rum? puff? It's a chip. That's a chip. That's a puff. Look me in my eye and tell are me you that a cheese a... puff is a chip one more time. <laughs> I'm going to murder you. <laughs> a cheese puff is not a chip. Is puff its own, like, food category? I don't know. What is it even made from? It's got to be something that's, like, fried, but, like... I mean, I, I assume it has to ramen be... Ramen noodles is made out of, probably? I assume it has to be, like, potato-based. I would assume. Has to be. Right? Has to be. Hopefully. I do want to digress and regress into what's becoming one of my favorite segments of the show each week, and that is Paxson Biggs and his reading of the new rankings, which... Arkansas is going to be much lower in. I'm very upset, but I do want I to I can get, go all the way down to Arkansas if you'd like. Are you going to do that ascending or descending? Fuck you. Pax and Biggs, take it away. Those at home, enjoy. I got the scat, the stat guys coming through. Hold I'm on. Sorry. Hold on. Put it on hold. <laughs> hold on. I'm sorry. Put a pin in that. Che- Cheetah. I Googled, are Cheetos chips? This is the, at the top of Google. No. Cheetos are not chips. Chips are usually flat, compressed discs or of meal or potato and are fried or baked. Meal? Cornmeal. Oh. What makes a Dumb Cheeto ass. different is the fact that they... <laughs> Fuck you. That what makes a Cheeto different is the fact that they are three-dimensional. If you hold a chip up, there's a thin three. side... Wait, 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 wait. Stop, so wait, stop, hold stop the reading this. Stop, stop the count. Stop the count. I know they're all 3D. <laughs> But they're saying the well, shape. Uh, wait, so chips are 2D. That's crazy, bro. I didn't realize this whole time I've been eating 2D chips. <laughs> they're basically I'm just amazed. saying it, it, it's the shape. It's more of like a cylindrical. Wait, so, so what does that on. make? If what it's are, not a chip. What are Cheetos made of? Look it up. If it's not a chip, what is it? Stat guy, look up what Cheetos are made of. Wait on stat guy here. So, That's the first time I've ever heard Stat Guy talk. It sounds weird. <laughs> Cheetos are manufactured by blending corn and water. What? The germ of the corn is removed to prevent spoiling. The germless corn is then ground into cornmeal because the cornmeal lacks me that the Cheetos nutrients. Cheetos are corn. Cheetos are corn. They're just corn. They're well, fancy corn. Okay, so that's what Fritos are too. They're corn chips. You ever heard of that? Yeah. 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 But those so, are three-dimensional. What are Fritos? Yeah. If a chip is two-dimensional, then a Frito is definitely also two-dimensional. Frito chips. That's that's a so, chip. 
So well, they're they, saying, they, they so, say Cheeto chips. So they're saying this that, is the dumbest argument we've ever had. They're saying that if whether or not it's a chip is based on the shape. If it's who says? Hey, we're like Google. Edge, hey, we're like edging people for the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> the mics are cutting out. You Mine isn't. Mine was. No, it's just yours. Yeah, we 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 drilled oh, a hole was, in yours. Oh, I was toiling with my uh, oh wire. Oops. Makes sense. So back to that top ten backs and bigs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I forgot what Ooh. we were doing here. You got any chips, man? I'm kind of wanting some chips. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some corn, some cornmeal. Hey, you want some of that? Didn't we have a sound? They aren't f- chips. Did we have a sound for this, Trent? Huh. What? He's, yes. He we, is gone. What? Sorry, I was deep in the... I'm going to ta- s- take your phone. I'm so fascinated by the way... Do we can you be fascinated sound? later? Do we have a sound for this, boss? So no, we, it wouldn't work. Okay, cool. We had the sound, and uh-huh. then Trent fucked it up. Um, so <laughs> What no else sound. is new? Yeah, I know, right? Hit the button. He hit the button. There's nothing there. Well, there we go. I don't All know right. why it's well, doing Packs anyway. of Biggs, take us through the new rankings. Do you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> You're at home, alone, in a cabin in the woods. The fire crackles beside you. The wind rustles the leaves outside. As the rain trickles down on the ceiling above, it's time for the week six college football rankings. Top 10. Top, top 10. Top 10. Number one, Alabama. Number two, Georgia. Bulldogs. Damn you, Number Georgia. three, Iowa Hawkeyes. Number four, Penn State. Number five, Cincinnati after their commanding win Damn. in South Bend. Number six, Oklahoma, after probably their best win of the season. I'm going to go get a, a beer. Decent Kansas State. Still hey, will you get me one too? No. Thanks. <laughs> uh, number seven, Ohio State, moving above Oregon. Oregon at number eight, even though Oregon beat Ohio State mm-hmm. at Ohio State this right. year. Number eight, Oregon, as I mentioned. Number nine, Michigan, the team that's favored by three against Nebraska. Right. And rounding out the top 10 is the BYU Cougars. Interesting. Two of the teams that are joining the Big 12 that somehow make the Big 12 worse are inside the top 10, one of them being inside the top five. Interesting, fellas. To to be clear, those two teams don't make the Big 12 worse. Losing the two best teams makes the Big 12 worse. Agreed. I've made my point. Yeah, it was a shitty one. I stand by it. (laughs) It was very bad. Uh, So there's your new top 10. Where did my Arkansas Razorbacks fall to, Paxton Biggs? They fell to number 13, uh, just behind Oklahoma State. Rose pretty highly after beating a ranked Baylor team last week. So they're at number 12. Yeah, Oklahoma State, number 12 now. Yeah. Um, Texas back into the rankings as well at 21 after their 70-35 to win against Texas So interesting thing, Paxton Biggs. Trent and I were, uh, were talking as we were preparing for the show. Texas, number 21 in the AP rankings. Trent, Texas, number what in odds to win the national championship? Number 10. Number 10, according to Caesar Sportsbook. That's not surprising because you can kind of narrow down, you know, if they if they run the gauntlet the rest of the season and they beat OU right. in the Red River rivalry, they should absolutely be in the college football. I just play. found it odd that. That they are, you know, by interesting. yeah, by wagering lines, they are the tenth most likely yes. team to win the championship. But according to the AP poll, they are the twenty first best team. Guess yeah. who is number five, fifth best, fifth best odds to win the national? I think you've championship. had enough beer. I'll take that from you. Now. <laughs> fifth best odds to win the national championship. 
we, we found a discrepancy in this and just kind of thought it was interesting. Yeah. I, I honestly don't know. Oregon? Cincinnati. Oh, okay. That makes sense to me. That yeah. makes perfect sense. If Cincinnati runs the table and, table and wins their You've conference had championship, Give me that. Give me that. they absolutely deserve to be in the playoff. At number five in the nation right now, they have a top ten win. Put so, them in. So that's interesting well, to think about. Well, with, yeah, but I mean, every team, if they ran the table, has a good chance. We're just saying. Yeah, but the, there's usually only two, maybe even one undefeated team the like whole season. And this is a Cincinnati team that has beaten a top ten team in the country. They've looked really good. They've mm-hmm. they've played power. Even though it was against Notre Dame, so you know, still well, they have yeah. better odds to win to win the national championship than. Iowa. Mm-hmm. Then Iowa, Penn yeah, State, State, Michigan. Yeah, Iowa, They're going to have to play each other. Odds. Sure, yeah. sure. Iowa still has to get through the Big Ten Championship, right. which odds are they're probably not going to. Right. And they have a, a game against Penn State this week. So right. you think about it then. Cincinnati knocks off Notre Dame comfortably. Mm-hmm. Um, your guy, Desmond Ritter, balls out of control. Still, yeah. Their number, what, what were they in the AP poll? Number five. What is the path to them now? I haven't looked at the rest of their schedule, but I like, got it pulled up right how here. do they not make the, the playoffs at this point? They got Temple, UCF, Navy, Tulane, Tulsa, South Florida, uh, number 24, pretty good this year, SMU, with Tanner Mordecai leading them, and East Carolina. So the, the toughest team left Man. on their schedule is SMU. So assuming they run the table, we've got, actually got a chance. For the There's first a time. God in heaven. For, the for first a non-Power 5 team yes. to be in the playoffs. I wonder if the committee will not put them in mm-hmm. over like a... I, I, yeah, that, that's going to be interesting because they have to go undefeated. Like, there's no question about it. So they have to. Alabama and Georgia seem as though they're going to be undefeated, play each other. Someone's going to win. Someone's going to lose and have their loss to Cincinnati's possibly undefeated record. you got to put the, both With a conference championship. Got to put both of those teams in. It's only week six. So I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. This is yeah, like don't get ahead of ourselves. Sure. But this this year might be the year that everyone says, okay, let's go eight teams. Well, at least. And then you've got BYU, who's number ten, who also let's pack and pull their schedule real quick. Okay, number ten. They they're they're the non power five. They got Boise five. State at home. Right. Uh, they have Baylor. On the road at Baylor, okay. that'll be an interesting game. It's two tough games right there. Uh, Washington State, that's a tough one. Virginia, uh, Idaho State, Georgia Southern, and they finish off the season against USC at USC. Okay, so they've got a much more difficult path yes. um, to relatively to, yeah. to making that an argument. Alabama, like I said, they're going to be there. They had an impressive win last week against teams, uh, a team, an Ole Miss team that I think all three of us thought would would put up. A much bigger. Fight I didn't than think they it'd did. be thirty-five to nothing. No, I, I, I Wes, thought. I want to. I want to just put you on the spot. Do go you, for it. Do you put an undefeated Cincy? Is that who we're talking about? Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati. If you put an undefeated Cincinnati team in over a one-loss Georgia team. Absolutely. Oh my God. Absolutely. I disagree. <coughs> okay, so wholeheartedly. here's here's what's going to happen. There's going to be one team to get in from the Big Ten. Agreed. It's probably not going to be two teams from the Big Ten. No, no, no. I mean, I, I, assuming the dominoes fall correctly, Big Ten could get one team in. Big yes. Ten's going to get one. Michigan, they, SEC they've is got, getting at least one. The Big Ten has four teams I know, to choose from. I know, but I think realistically no, we no, can no, look no, to no. the end of the What season. I'm just saying is, like, the Big Ten actually has a really good chance right. of getting in. You've oh, got Ohio State, Michigan. I would Michigan, say the Big Ten is pretty much a lock. Penn State, Iowa, you've got a handful of teams right. to choose from. Yeah. I think yeah. Big Ten and SEC both get one in. Let's mm-hmm. not let's forget about Georgia. Let's just say Alabama gets in. Right. The Big 12 has a chance. Mm-hmm. The Pac-12 has 
almost no shot. I think Oregon was their best chance. Oregon was their best shot. Right. Yeah. They lost to Stanford. Now they're going to be in some there's, trouble. There's so much crap going on in the Pac-12. I feel like Oregon's probably going to drop another game. ACC with Clemson like, down has ACC no chance. ACC has no fucking right. shot. So if the Big 12 gets in, let's say Oklahoma runs the table and mm-hmm. they get in, or Texas does it. Or undefeated Oklahoma State. Then you have SEC, uh, Big 12, Big 10, all mm-hmm. three getting in. Now you have to really decide. Mm-hmm. The, the committee has always favored those conference championship sure. games, playing that extra game. And Cincinnati's, uh, whoever they play, will probably be decent. Usually that's a ranked matchup by the end of the season. It's right. like a one-loss team they're playing. Then you have to evaluate. It like, I think it's an eye test at that point. So, so there's another part to this. And Trent, you, you, you know, brought this question up. So I'm going to turn it around on you real quick. All right. Let's say Alabama beats Georgia in the uh, conference championship. They don't play each other in the regular season, do they, Paxton? No, no. Okay. So let's say they meet in the conference championship. Either one of them wins. You might okay. check that. I'm not actually. They don't happy. play each okay. other in the in Let's the say, season. let's make J-Mac, friend of the show, happy for a second. Georgia wins. Okay. They're the number one team in the country, hands down. Let's say one of these big 10 teams runs the table. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. They get out undefeated. All right. Let's say Oklahoma, Texas, Oklahoma State, one of these teams runs the table. They win so the Big we have 12. three undefeateds. Right. And you, champions. You've got three undefeateds. By the way, champions. I will tell you, you can probably pull that up as Hammond's trivia. The last time there were three undefeated teams in all of college football, mm-hmm. it's probably been like 30 years. Sure. I'm just saying, let's, let's right, throw I, the hypothetical okay. out of here, right? Okay. okay. So you've got your three locks. One, two, and three. Makes right. perfect sense. Right. Right. And then you got to figure out what you do with that fourth spot. Mm-hmm. You've got one loss, Alabama, mm-hmm. who already lost to Georgia, or Cincinnati. You'd rather have Alabama to play Georgia again, who they already played and lost to. Because they would be the four seed. Yes. Exactly. I, it's not sexy. You'd rather watch Look, a game you no. already saw. No, I wouldn't rather that. It's not. You, you just said that. I would, as a I, fan, no, but no. these are your words from back no, no, when we no, used no, to do no, As a fan. No, well, what else would you be? You is, can't the committee it as is a employed fan. to put the best teams who they think are the no, best no, teams. No, that's not what I said. It's not what I said. You'd no. rather have Alabama as the fourth spot in this hypothetical situation. If I'm a committee member? No, no, no. Trent Pollard. Am I on the committee? No. I mean, as a fan, I would rather not watch another game, like the same game again. So you would rather have Cincinnati in the four spot. So you and I agree. No, I don't agree. I'm saying if I was on the committee, no. I... You're not on the committee. You're I'm asking, asking Trent Pollard no. who's going to talk about this. You're asking the eight wrong weeks from now. Wes, you're asking me the wrong question. The question is who do I think is the better team? And that is Alabama. No, no, no. That that's is, the that, that's the question no, at hand. That is irrelevant. As a fan, I agree. I agree with you as a fan. I don't want to rewatch the game. Okay then. But Alabama is a better team. So we agree if this hypothetical situation comes up 8 weeks from now, you will say Cincinnati by god, they better be number 4. And that's what you want. It sounds like West that we agree that we both believe Alabama would be the better team. <clears throat> they are the better team 100%, but you uh-huh. had your chance, you lost. Let me see the other team and maybe they pull a rabbit out of their ass and upset Georgia. Give me something new I haven't watched. Give the team who went undefeated a chance to play instead of putting a team in. Again, it's all hypothetical, but seeing a team play that we already know you played each other, you lost. I don't want to see this game again. Yeah, but that that's being just that's romanticizing maybe what they could do would be pretty, but Alabama would fucking steamroll Cincinnati any day of the week. Maybe they wouldn't. They would. Maybe they wouldn't. 
We thought that about a lot of games that have happened so far of teams getting upset. Okay, no one, no one uh, picked Wes, the Stanford to is, beat Oregon by twenty last I, week. I, I the will data say, is so substantial, Wes. If Alabama was playing Cincinnati next week or even on week ten, sure. What do you think the line would be? So this, I, uh, I'm, the last I'm gonna be totally honest. Twenty-seven and a half. The, I think the line would be minus nineteen, Alabama. It'd probably be three scores ish, fifteen somewhere in there, something yeah. like that. Absolutely. But in this hypothetical situation, and it's what I go back to all the time. Why else are we play in the games? Cincinnati, no matter what you, you do, you play to win the game. No, apparently you don't, Paxton. You play to be Alabama. If your name's not Alabama, then you know, sorry, uh, win more of your games. But we won them all. Yeah, but you didn't win enough. Like, what's the point? I'm getting fired up, and I you don't know like why it. The, you know why Cincinnati? You, you know this reason. This is right here is why mm -hmm. Cincinnati accepted the invite to the Big Twelve. Sure, because they get an opportunity to play teams like Baylor right. and uh, Iowa State and Kansas State every single week. Yeah, but the conference is going to be bad by that point because you're taking <laughs> out the two. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's not really going to matter at that point. Paxton, gun to your head. Interesting you, that you agreed with me. You got to pick. Well, gun to my head, Alabama's like Squid Game. I, I haven't watched the show. God. You got to pick one of these four Big Ten teams to come out of this at the end. Right now, they, they, they've got one of the best <clears throat> Big Ten seasons we've, they, we've had in quite a while. Ohio State, Michigan, Iowa, Penn State, all undefeated, right? Did Ohio State lose to somebody? Yeah, they lost yeah, to Oregon. They, they, they got the one loss. Yeah. So you've got the three that are undefeated, and then Ohio State ranked number seven, which is the one, one loss. Very good. You got to pick... Forecast, foresee it into the future. Which one of these teams ends up coming out of the Big Ten? First of all, I think Michigan State at number eleven is egregious. They've started five and five and zero as well. But Michigan State has played Northwestern, Youngstown State. They destroyed Miami, which who hasn't destroyed Miami That's true. this That's year? That's true. Everyone destroyed Miami. Nebraska and beat them in overtime at home, and then played Western Kentucky. So. I think Michigan State being at number 11 is a little absurd. I think by the end of the season, they'll have three or four losses. I got to imagine they're – well, I, I, feel, I didn't look up their number, but their odds of winning the championship have got to be low, Michigan State, despite being low. AP it's number 11. Low. I'm sure it's low. I will say uh, Penn State has looked impressive. I still feel mm -hmm. like they are uh, probably a little too highly ranked. The team that has impressed me the most in the Big Ten, and it's not Ohio State right now, it's fucking Iowa, dude. Yeah, it is. Iowa, Iowa absolutely destroyed Maryland. Dismantled on the road. Maryland, who was also undefeated. Also undefeated, and Maryland, Maryland looked decent mm -hmm. so far to start the season. And Iowa picked them apart. And Iowa, if they can get past this week, Iowa has a road to the Big Ten championship. Yeah. They don't really play anyone other than Penn State. It was refreshing I to see some offense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 51 points yeah. by Iowa. I don't know the last time that Iowa's put up 51 points. So, Iowa, your, your bet to come out of the Big Ten? It's hard to say this because Ohio State is one of those teams, kind of like OU, that occasionally they start slow, and then by the end of the season, you're like, that is a really good team. Mm -hmm. I think well, if they've I, got a if young, I, unproven quarterback who just he's are we need talking some time. to make the Big Ten championship or to come out of the Big Ten championship? No, who's coming out of this? Yeah, who's, who's I got to go out? Ohio State. Okay, I, I think the the talent there will come around at some point. It, it, yeah, right. I, I think it's by November, closing in on December. But we're going to see an Ohio State team that is like well oiled and polished. I think they had a freshman quarterback to start. They started slow, and he's starting to find his rhythm now. Right. Ryan Day's coaching him up. 
I think by November, things are going to look a little different. Ohio State is still a top five So despite what we've seen, Ohio State has to be probably the bet to come out of the Big yeah, Ten. I think so. Alabama still has to be the bet to come out of the, the SEC. The Pac-12 now is wide open. The ACC wide open. Uh, Trent, OU still has to be the favorite to come out of the Big 12. Yeah. But they get their their biggest matchup of the season so far, obviously, with the Red River rivalry. Red River rivalry. The Red River rivalry. Uh, this Saturday... Going to be an electric game as it always is. Yep. Okay, State Fair, OU, Texas, wonderful atmosphere. Eleven a.m. Everyone's hungover. And yeah, and last week I'm always coming out of the woods. Last week we <laughs> we you know we we shit on OU a little bit. Okay, and we talked about them. We took a big old duke as on OU. we should have. We we were not high on old Spencer Rattler, um, no. friend of the show, Evan no. Drake. Even called for a quarterback change. He did. And then what did Spencer Rattler do? He actually kind of responded from a. So, so start the season. He played very well. The best he's yeah. played so far. He's against Spencer Rattler, State. 22 of 25, he, 243 he, yards, two touchdowns, one interception. And it was just kind of slow monotonous, though. Right. It didn't look like he was like playing yeah, amazing. Towards, I mean, three incompletions. He had the highest completion percentage of any quarterback to play at OU since Baker Mayfield in a single game. Trent, are your, are your worries about... Spencer Rattler, surely they're not gone, but do you feel better now? Do you feel better? He was able to go to a big stage on the road, big game, win, and now going into Texas, yeah, his second Texas game. Do you feel yeah. more confident now? Yeah, I definitely feel better. It was nice to see him have some stride, and it, and he wasn't rattled from – no pun, pun intended. intended. <laughs> he wasn't rattled from the previous week, you know, when the boo, bir boo birds were out. Uh, and they were calling for the replacement. Yeah, Caleb Williams' you want me to tell you being chanted. You want me to tell you why – Spencer Rattler looked better. And it has to do with play calling. Two very simple factors. Yes, it's the play calling. Oklahoma only threw the ball 25 times. Right. In order for Spencer Rattler to be successful, you cannot throw the ball 45 times a game. He is not that quarterback. Number two. You're not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. I think it's as simple as number just, two. We need to run the damn run ball. Run the ball. Yeah. Kennedy Brooks, 15 carries, 91 yards. As a team, ran for 131 yards. Well, and to that's this point OU, in the season, OU has OU struggled football. to run yes. the football. OU's been running the ball for 65 yards a game. Right. It's yep. kind of been the problem. You can't stretch the field if everyone's sucking up. So, so some of the fears at least alleviated going into Texas. It was good to kind of shake things off sure. a little bit going into Texas. And the score was 37-31. If mm. you subtract the late kickoff return, that game's sure. never really in doubt. Oh, you pretty I, much handled I Kansas think State. It's not that I feel better. It's just like after the game, I was like, it's nice not to feel worse. Sure. After the after this week. Sure. Because after not, every game this year, it's just been yeah, like, it's, oh my well, God. Well, and that's something that you had mentioned, Trent, is that this is kind of a weird season for you because typically when you're going through the beginning of the year and some of the lesser, you know, bottom end of... Yeah, you're just running through you're, them. You're, you're killing everyone, and that hasn't been the case this year. And you right. said it's kind of strange watching the games and not, not just being the games over at halftime, right? Mm -hmm. That you're actually kind of having to watch in the fourth quarter. I'm like, oh, what are we going to do here? Like right. you're a little uneasy, and you said that's kind of been a change. I w yeah. It's been kind of fun. Like... I don't like it. it. It's not. It's like gut wrenching for sure. But I like that it's stuff. It's kind of fun to be like living on the edge a little. Ooh, yeah, it's like exciting a little bit. We're getting a taste of what it's going to be like being in the SEC. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, where where you don't yeah. feel confident, yeah. except when you're playing Vandy, of course. Right. Other than that, when you don't feel confident going into every single week, and you're you're yeah. a little uneasy, and you're a little on edge, and 
don't you know it, Pax and Biggs? That's how we like to live here in the studio <laughs> as well. They're amazing. I'm still consistent with saying when I, after week one, oh, you might be the team that plays to their competition. So it's sticking. Tr- it's true so far. <laughs> They play to their competition, and so do you and Pax and Biggs. And that is going to lead us into America's favorite game. What is it, Pax and Biggs? Hammond's Trivia. Can we get that fucking sound? Can we get that sound? I'm trying. I'm working on it. Well, go ahead and bring in You're not. Bring in my ancillary music until we get there. Bring in the ancillary music. Let that get into you a little bit. It's so far into me. Mm. <laughs> Gentlemen, after some success a couple weeks ago, the last two weeks for you all. Has been hell. It's been hell. Hasn't been great. As Pax and Bids would say, we've been living on the edge a little. And you're a little uneasy. And the questions, granted, have been a little more difficult. The competition has been raised a little bit like playing in the SEC. But this week, you've got a middle-of-the-road SEC team. Maybe it's an Arkansas Razorback. Gentlemen, your question for this week. Two of the most historically successful teams in the country, Oklahoma and Texas, play this weekend. Over the course of their career, historically, all-time, Oklahoma has a winning percentage of 72.7%. Just all-time? All-time wins. 72.7%. Texas. Sorry. It's all right. Texas, Hmm. (laughs) 70.5%. These rank... They they fucking suck. They suck so bad. (laughs) These rank 6th and 7th, respectively, all-time amongst winning percentage. Uh Who are the top five teams? Now, let me repeat the question. Oklahoma, all time. All time. All time. Oklahoma and Texas, two of the most winningest programs ever. I know three of them. They rank sixth and seventh all-time winning percentage. I know four of them. Who are the top five? Pax and Biggs feels confident. I'll give you one miss. Notre Dame, Michigan, Nebraska. Uh, I, th- I... I mean, is Alabama not that historically good? I don't know. <coughs> I think Penn State I think, has to be there. No. Joe Pa? I don't think so. I mean. I know for a fact Notre Dame and Michigan are on this list. They are college football royalty. I want to go Notre Dame, the easiest one. Lock it in. Lock it in. Notre Dame. Correct. Notre Dame is third all-time in winning percentage. Wow. I also want to go Michigan. You good with that, Trent? Mm. I'm telling you, it's Michigan. I don't know. I used to have a book my dad got me. All right, Michigan. It was of 100 years of college football history, and I would flip through it as a kid. And I remember Michigan. I was like, holy shit, Michigan. Really? So dominant. I mean, I agree. Lock it in. Lock Lock it it in. in. Michigan, correct, number four all time. So we have four and three. Nebraska has been so historically good. Yeah, they really have. I want to lock in Nebraska. I think they might be number five. I'm worried about this one. We'll, we'll do it. We get one miss. You get one miss. All right. 
Nebraska. Nebraska, lock it in. Lock it in. Incorrect. Okay. Okay. I think Alabama is on that list. You think so? Yeah. It would make sense. They they did have um, who was their old coach, old head coach uh, that won. I don't even God. know. The dude that wore the fedora. What's his name? Paul Bryant. Yes, that's him. Yeah, I think Alabama's a safe bet. Yeah, we'll, we'll do Bama. Lock it in. Lock, Lock it, in. it in. Alabama. Correct. Number two all time. Yeah. Wow. Who is the number one winningest program in college football history? Wow, I mean, this is weird. Kind of uh, um, missing number one, missing number five. You have number three, Alabama, number four, Notre Dame. Number one, what did I say? <laughs> you have number two, Alabama. Uh-huh. Number three, Notre Dame. Number four, Michigan. You're missing number one and number five. Number six and number seven are Oklahoma and Texas. You have one miss. That was Nebraska. That was incorrect. Number one. Um, I feel like I should know that. Florida like, State is probably like number five, right? Well, I don't know because I'm thinking about Ohio State. I'm, I'm thinking about Ohio State is definitely not number one. No, neither is Florida State. They could be number. I five, thought that though. I thought that Michigan or Notre Dame would be number one. This is actually really surprising. Uh, who is one of those? Yeah, like Army or some shit. USC is historically very good. Yeah. It's not them though. They might be number five. They've won a lot of national championships. Okay, so... We say Notre Dame. Yeah, we said Notre Dame. Of of the Pac-12, who could it be? USC? USC. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Of the SEC, who could it be? Florida, but not really. I mean, Florida, Georgia, Florida no. State from the ACC, but Florida State... I feel like that could be number five. Yeah. I um, do too. I would put them alongside USC. Yeah. Dude, Bobby Bowden was at Florida State for like 35 years. Yeah. And they were good for a long fucking time. Yeah. Of the Big Ten, I, Joe Pa could have, it could be Penn I State. I think it's at Penn five. State. I think Penn State <sighs> is number one. No. There's no way, dude, we would know about that. We don't know of anything. <laughs> it's not like Wisconsin, is it? I would I would quit the podcast. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> me too, man. Me too. Can we just say I don't, I don't care if I make us lose. Okay, Penn State say, number five then. Penn State, we just think they're on the Lock list. it in. Lock it in. I guess. Penn State. Incorrect. Incorrect. Damn is it Florida it. State? Florida yeah, State, are they on that? Incorrect. USC? Incorrect. What in the fuck, dude? Number one all-time winningest program? Ohio State. Really? Ohio State. Number two, Alabama, you got that one. Number three, Notre Dame, you got that one. Michigan, number four. Number six was Oklahoma. Number seven, Texas. Number five winningest program all-time, Boise State. Oh, that's horseshit. Fucking dumb. Boise State. We would have never gotten that one. State. 
They don't count. Really, Ohio State is the Ohio winningest State, program. The in winningest program. Seventy-three point one percent winning percentage. Wow. The what, winningest. What's the program. difference between one and two? Uh, at decimal places. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just just very very small. That's um. All right. Yeah, Ohio. I wonder where's Nebraska on that list. They got to be top ten. Uh, yeah, I looked. I'm I'm not sure exactly where they were at. But yeah. I mean, they were in the mix somewhere along there. Yeah. Probably. Mm. Gentlemen, I thought you'd get that one. I knew Boise State would I probably trip you up. I thought you should have gotten Ohio State. You I really thought you were going to get. Yeah. That. I was like, oh, yeah. we can get this. Well, Paxton started his life. I know. I three. was like, I know. Four. I know four of them. Yeah. I've got this magic book. I've got all the answers. <laughs> you look like Biff Tannen over that here. Book. <laughs> was super I got it when I was like 14 things have changed since then <laughs> things I'm, have changed I'm, it's been 14 years since I had that yeah. book so yeah winning percentages change yeah. things have changed a little bit gentlemen that takes us to our final segment our week six picks against the spread last week Arkansas Razorbacks went down in defeat not a good week for yours truly going two and four packs and bigs two and four two and four you were starting to turn things around back to the the gutter for you. I will say it's a little bit disturbing how stupid you guys are, <laughs> but okay. We'll go on. Trent, the wise one, went four and two, but is still... Hey, Trent, eat shit. In second place... <laughs> eat a whole big old bag of shit. In the <laughs> yearly in standings behind the host, Wes Hammonds. I now sit uh, through the, through the uh, weeks... Through the, let me pull up. You got the notes there. He's at eighteen at? and twelve. Eighteen and twelve. Trent is seventeen and thirteen. 17 and I 13. am a lowly thirteen and seventeen <laughs> for packs and bigs. We got six more games. We're gonna kick off for the slate this week. Number one game up. We've got Trent's LSU Tigers. <laughs> Go Tigers! Go Tigers! They, you know what's crazy? They've been on the picks, I think, three times. They keep now. getting themselves in these competitive-ass yeah. games, and I just, I'm just i so sick of them. They are going on the road to number 16, Kentucky. Kentucky upset Florida last week, who we, we all kind of thought was a pretty good team, was able to give Alabama a run for their money in the swamp. They lost last week on the road to Kentucky. LSU lost last week when I thought they were going to win to Auburn at home. And now they go to number 16, Kentucky. Kentucky, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. As simply as I can put it, LSU continues to annoy the piss out of me. Mm-hmm. Their defense is good. Their lefty quarterback sucks. Mm-hmm. I've heard go Tigers too many times. I- I- I'm just done with them. Every time they show up, mark my words, every time that they show up on this podcast the rest of the year, I'm going the opposite. Give me Kentucky plus three-and-a-half. I'm just done. I'm just done with them. I'm done. Yeah. Well, wait. So LSU's favored. My apologies. Kentucky's no. favorite. Okay. I want Kentucky minus some points. My apologies. Okay. Yeah. So LSU, they're averaging two point six yards per rush. Is that good on offense? That is not good. Not good. It's not very good. Um, is it bad? LSU has not. You might rushed say it's bad. In a game versus an FBS opponent, they have not rushed more than eighty four yards in one game. When you have so, a bad quarterback, that's not very good. Imagine having that issue, and then you have a quarterback in Max Johnson that's just – he's not dialed in yet. Sure. So, yeah. He I, won't ever be. But. Uh, Kentucky, surprisingly, they don't look bad this season. 5-0 uh, and to start they're the year, at home. 16. They're at home. I, don't, I just don't have faith in LSU's uh, offense, and because they are on the road in an environment like Kentucky, I don't – three and a half points isn't enough for me, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Kentucky minus three and a half. Paxton, over to you. Let's hear what you got to say. Chance to gain some ground. Take LSU. Trent and I both taking Kentucky. I don't like teams that 
look egregious in one area of the field. Um, Kentucky's that team. In the same way that I don't like that Notre Dame ran for nine yards against Wisconsin. Which led to their defeat last week. It did. I don't like the fact that Kentucky threw for 87 yards and had 224 yards of total offense against Florida. That tells me more than anything that Florida played a bad game. And Kentucky has not played a soul this year other than Florida. And they caught Florida on a bad week on the road. I think Kentucky does not have the firepower on offense to cover this minus three spread. I'm going to go LSU plus the points on the road. I think they knock off Kentucky here. All right. A chance for Paxton Biggs to gain some ground, taking LSU when Trent and myself are taking Kentucky. Moving up to the Big Ten, we've got Maryland undefeated last week, ran into the buzzsaw that is the Iowa Hawkeyes. They now have to go to the shoe, to number seven, Ohio State. Ohio State, a 21-point favorite, three touchdowns. This is that awkward line where they could win, you know, 42-21, and, you know, you don't win the bet because it's 21 right on the number. Quick assessment of the situation. Maryland, who... Looks like they had a little bit of talent. They've got Tua Tungvaloa's brother at quarterback. He's an okay little player. They got off to a good start, like I said, 4-0, and then they got dusted by Iowa, boat raced at home. Getting, getting boat raced. <laughs> home matchup. They got drummed at home, and now Maryland has to go on the road to the horseshoe to a team as Paxabig stated. It's getting better week by week with C.J. Stroud and Ryan Day. Ohio State covers, they win probably 28, maybe 35 points. Maybe it's a it's a Georgia-Arkansas situation where they get blanked. Give me Ohio State to cover the three scores. Give me Ohio State plus or minus 21. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree with you, Wes. I think they cover this week. Um, Maryland gets routed last week 51-14, to 14, which is terrifying. Mm. Um, boat raced, as you would say. Boat raced. Boat raced. Uh, going to the horseshoe after that massacre um, – I don't see them covering the 21 points, mainly because as you get further into Ooh. the season, as you get further into the season, these blue bloods start covering. Right. Early in the season is when you go against them. They're unsettled. They're unproven. Yes. But as you get deeper and deeper, and now this is week, what, six? Week six. Week six, these teams start to show up, start to cover their uh, plus or minus. So I'm, <coughs> I'm just because of that fact and that they're at home, I like the 21-point cover. Plus, if they cover 21 exactly, you win. All right, Iowa State or uh, Ohio State. Trent and myself both taking Paxton Biggs. Another chance for you to gain some ground. Can you take Maryland? There's two stats I want to reveal to you guys. Um, did you watch by chance the Iowa Maryland game at all? Didn't get a chance to watch that one. The Tungvaloa brother, mm -hmm. um, not quite as good as his brother. Right, not Tua. He threw, <laughs> count them, five interceptions. That five. Iowa five. How do you throw five interceptions in a game? How did he not get pulled? Hey, How bad's the backup? Hey, you let me throw 30 passes in the game. Uh, uh, oh. I'm throwing 30 interceptions. But <laughs> You're probably throwing more than five. I'm not five. a college quarterback. Five interceptions. C.J. Stroud coming on as we were talking about. Freshman mm -hmm. quarterback at Ohio State getting coached up by his coach. Ryan Day had five touchdowns against Rutgers. A decent Rutgers team. Mm -hmm. Started the season 3-0. and I think Ohio State wins by 40. They beat the fucking brakes off Maryland. Boat race them. Got a chance to make that one ugly as well. We're all Five! all taking Ohio State to cover the 21 That's just be my thing now. points. I guess so. Uh, moving into the SEC, 
this one this one pains me. Number two, Georgia Bulldogs may be the best team in the country. Um, them versus Alabama, which seems destined to take place in the SEC championships, versus is going to be a battle. Oh, you're okay. I got yeah, that's going to be a I battle when saying. when it ultimately seems as though it's going to come to fruition. This week, after embarrassing Arkansas Razorbacks at home between the hedges, friend of the show, J-Mac in attendance, number two, Georgia now has to go on the road to Jordan-Hare, home of the kick six, to play number 18, Auburn, who was able to defeat LSU last week in Death Valley. Auburn is uh, a 15-and-a-half-point underdog. Georgia, despite the win last week against Arkansas, that was at home comfort zone mm-hmm. between the hedges. JT Daniels wasn't able to play. They played the backup who I actually would have thought differently about the outcome if I knew the backup was playing because I hate JT Daniels so much. But he'll probably be back this week, which means they're going to suck again. Georgia hasn't played a quality team on the road yet. Right? They played one team on the road and it was it was some lowly team they beat the hell out of. All their other team games have been at home, the comfort level of JT Daniels and their backup now being able to play with the crowd, with the enthusiasm, all that sort of stuff. For the first time this week, this year, they're going to have to go on the road. These quarterbacks, whoever plays, JT Daniels or the backup, are going to be tested in a rough environment. Jordan Hare against an Auburn team that, despite me trying to pick against them, is showing that they can beat Mississippi State when I picked against them. They can beat LSU when I picked against them. Auburn is at home and getting 15 and a half. Give me the points at home for Auburn. I think uh, I think Georgia not going to have enough to overcome the 15 and a half points. Give me Auburn. Damn it, Wes, we just keep agreeing. but We are Auburn, two Ps. Yeah, Auburn, 15 and a half points at home. Uh, you know why I'm, I'm, I like Auburn now all of a sudden this year? Because last week, you know who Bo Nix looks strikingly like? Who's that? Baker Mayfield. Mm. That kid, Bo Nix. Like I, I, so he's about to win the Heisman. Then. He's he's Heisman bound. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bo Nix, I think he's he he struggled so bad early in the season. Mm-hmm. But he, he went last, on the road to Penn State, got their loss. Yeah. It there was it was like something clicked last week. And and watching him, the way he's able to avoid uh pocket pressure and make throws on the run. And run and use his legs to score. Mm-hmm. He reminds me a little bit of Baker Mayfield, just the way he, like his mannerisms and stuff. I like Bo Nix a lot, and he, he's at home. I'm sure he's a popular man this week on campus. I think I think Auburn covers 15 and a half. Pack some bigs, another chance to gain some ground. Trenton and I are just agreeing on everything so far. So I think Auburn. The one reason they were able to hang around in that Penn State game. Uh, that they played Penn State in Happy Valley earlier mm-hmm. in the year is they ran for 182 yards. Uh, I think Auburn, much like Oklahoma even, now that you're bringing up the Baker-Mayfield comparison, Auburn needs to run the ball for Bo Nix to be effective. Bo Nix has looked fairly pedestrian, I would say, most of the season. He may have had some flashy moments here and there. Last week, though. I, I still think he doesn't, he does not look as developed as I would say some quarterbacks his age should be. Sure. Three year starter. And he's also going to have to play probably the best defense by a mile in the in the country this sure. week. Um, I think Georgia covers 15 and a half. I, I think you guys are overlooking how good Georgia actually Georgia Georgia only passed for 72 yards last week and they beat Arkansas 37 to nothing. I, I don't know <sighs> the last time a team has ever done that, maybe since the triple option was around. Mm-hmm. They yeah. ran for over 237 yards. And they will absolutely smother Auburn. I think they had like eight sacks against Arkansas, probably more. 
the disruption of that defensive line is astounding. I think they beat Auburn by probably three touchdowns. Okay, Paxton trying to gain some ground. Friend of the show, J-Mac, likes that pick, Paxton Biggs. Mm-hmm. He likes his Georgia Bulldogs together. to go on the road to Jordan-Hare. Game number four, we're going to stay in the SEC, and this is the chance for my Arkansas Razorbacks to get a little bit of, of pride back, a, pr- a little bit of self-esteem. We've got two teams, number 13, Arkansas, going to number 17, Ole Miss. Two teams coming off really embarrassing losses a week prior to the two best teams in the country. I said they both played the, the two, the best, two teams best teams in the country, in the country Alabama yeah. and Georgia. Um, this week, Arkansas goes on the road to Ole Miss. Ole Miss, a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Here's the difference. Al, uh, Arkansas couldn't get their running game going against the defense of Auburn yeah. were never or Georgia. Uh, of Georgia. They were never able to get on track. Like Paxton Biggs, they were constantly uh, getting pressured in the backfield. They were never comfortable. Ole Miss is off to a pretty good start to the season despite the loss to Alabama, which is understandable because of their offense, because of Matt Corral, because of what Lane Kiffin is doing through the air and all that sorts of stuff, not because of their defense. While their offense is going to be good, they're going to be able to score, I think they're going to get smothered a little bit by the running attack of Arkansas. Arkansas is going to be able to control the line of scrimmage the way that they weren't a week ago. I like Arkansas going on the road plus five and a half. Trent? I'm going to take – I think this is a great opportunity for me and you to differ. This will be a fun game to watch. Do you know what time it is, this game uh, is at, at all? I don't know what time this game is. I need is. to make sure I'm watching it. But uh, Stat guy, get on that. It's at 11 a.m. 11 a.m., another okay, another well, 11 a.m. kickoff for the Arkansas okay, Razorbacks. Yeah, I'll be watching the OU game in this one. So, uh, you know, Ole Miss – came out last week at least less embarrassed than Arkansas did. I guess, yeah. You, could I, you couldn't have been more embarrassed. Um, I think this is going to be a really exciting game. Uh, but I think I think it's actually, mark my words, this is actually going to be a high-scoring affair. I, I, th- I think this one has a lot of points and, as well. And yeah. Ole Miss, I think, wins by 10-plus. Okay, so you like Ole Miss to I cover like, the five and yes. a half. Now, I have to. I just have to ask, because you kind of hesitated, are you going against me here because it seems like a good opportune time? No. If I if I'd have gone Ole Miss, did you were you gonna go Arkansas? Nope, had it predetermined. Okay, all right, all right. Paxton Biggs, over to you. We're split on this one. <sighs> See, I, I, Trent, I can't wait to get to the point in the season. I mean, it's never gonna happen, but at some point in the history of ever, where Paxton Biggs isn't picking last, and some one of us can you know kind of kind of pick off strategy. him a little bit. I'm gonna stay just behind <laughs> so I can see you guys picks and then I can differ all season long, and then in week eleven, I'm gonna pounce. Just just go for I'm it. Six right. no, okay. six right no, six no. <laughs> See, I really like Matt Corral, but after How I much watched, did you like him last week? <laughs> I didn't like him a whole lot last week. He looked pretty bad. Uh, got my pick wrong, too. There's a quarterback I like a whole lot more, I think, right now after watching him play against Texas A&M, and it's K.J. Jefferson. And As bad as he looked God forbid he gets hurt. Hornsby comes in and just The track takes star. Over, yeah. yeah, the Olympian. Which might be – they need to get him out at like some sort of slot position or H-back position. Yeah, get him right. in the game. That kid does need to be in yeah, the football he's, game. He's too fast and too good to be sitting on the bench. He's too furious, you might even say. Yeah, too fast, too furious. You know you know the deal. Nine! <laughs> <laughs> I think Arkansas – God, on the road – it's tough, man. The, the I, confliction on your face, it's it's. Ole Miss gives up a lot. They gave up 210 yards rushing last week. They did. I mean, it was to Alabama, sure. and they've given up about 130 yards rushing each week. Their defense isn't what they hang opponents. their hat on. What did no. Arkansas give up last week? Do you know? Oh. Let's not talk about talk about Arkansas. <laughs> the floodgates. throw out the tape from All the Georgia yards. game yeah. and just move on. 
I, I think Arkansas uh, got wounded last week. Mm-hmm. I think they won a rebound. I think Arkansas is a very good team. And if they play a team that's going to let them run all over them, they're going to have a lot of success. And they're going to be able to chew a bunch of clock and keep Marat, Matt Corral off the field. I'm going to go Arkansas. So they're going to corral him a little. They're going to corral him. All right. I'm going to go Arkansas plus five and a half on the road. I don't know that Arkansas wins, mm. but I think it's super, super close. Gotcha. I think okay. it could be like 38-35. All right. There's going to be a lot of points. Well, and, and just to touch on that real quick, Arkansas got – Boat raced and embarrassed last week. Boat raced. Part of that was because of how they started the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First off, it was twenty-eight to nothing. Like in the blink of an eye. The first oh, yeah. offensive play was a false start. Mm-hmm. The second offensive play was a false start. So you're starting the they game were after so Georgia. Nervous. They were so nervous. Yeah. You could you could see it in them. I mean, Georgia Blocked got the, for a touchdown. Yeah. It was twenty-one to nothing, and it was just like you're done. Your game plan is over. You yeah. tell Arkansas just not used to being relevant. Right. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Georgia they, got they the ball crumbled. first. They scored. Arkansas panics on their first possession. Yeah. They punt it away. Georgia scores again. And, and then their like, second possession, they, they get a pump block for terrible, a touchdown. Like, they, by the way, it's twenty-one nothing. There's five minutes in the game. Terrible. Yeah. Pu- I terrible. think that first punt got to like their own forty-yard yeah. yeah. line. I like. Yeah. I watched the kickoff and I went to the bathroom and I came back and I was like, "Oh, so Georgia's covered." Yeah. So About far. in the middle of the first quarter, I was like, "This game's over." Yeah. I'm like, ah, "All right." Yeah. It was. It was really long. It was gone. over quick. Gentlemen, let's make our way up to the Big Ten for a top. Five matchup, top, top five, four. Mat- top four matchup. Number four, Penn State, the Nittany Lions. They go on the road to Iowa City to play the Iowa Hawkeyes, the number three team in the country. Iowa, a narrow favorite, only one and a half. Why even have that? Just have it make make it. Yeah, a pick just stupid. Even. Stupid. Yeah, because like we said on the show, Vegas knows they've got the time machine. And they know the one and a half is going to screw people up. Yeah, That's just how so. they do it, right? Looking at similar to what I said about Georgia, their home games, their road games, Penn State has played all their games on the at home so far in Happy Valley where they have a yep. huge home field advantage yep. outside of one game that was at Wisconsin, who had, I believe is now two and three on the year, who has not lived up to the billing. They beat Wisconsin by six. In their one true road game, they, mm-hmm. they beat Wisconsin by only six. Iowa... Goes to Maryland last week on the road. Dust Maryland. Yeah. Iowa City. That crowd. Top five. Number three team in the country. The atmosphere is going to be too much for Penn State. I like Iowa at home. Minus one and a half. I, so, I was hoping you would go with Penn State. Just so we had to... You know a, I'm going with my Iowa Hawkeyes trend. And it's a home game. And mm-hmm. in these types of games, uh, I mean, the home team is going to win. I, I assume Paxton's going to pick this with this as well. Because Penn State, all of their... All of their uh, Everything they've been through this year has been in the comfort of their own house. So, I mean, they haven't been challenged on the road. They're about yet. to walk out into Iowa, who's who last week hit their fucking stride, mm-hmm. to say the least. So, yeah, I think Iowa will probably win by touchdown or more. Packs and Bigs, over to you. There's only one stat you need to know about the Iowa Hawkeyes. Give right it now. to us. They have 16 takeaways on the season. We are five games into. Is that the good, season. Packs and Bigs? That's really fucking good. They are averaging yeah. more than three takeaways a game. A game. That is a banana. 16! <laughs> 16 takeaways on the season. And you think Sean Clifford's just going to walk into Iowa City and come out of there with a dub? Uh-uh. Iowa State by 20. By 20? So by if they, 20. If they don't win by 20. No, shut oh, up. Okay. I, want the, right, I, just I want, want the line. I'm just, I'm just checking there real quick. All right, so we yeah, all Iowa, like... Iowa covers. We all like Iowa minus one and a half. And gentlemen, that takes us... 
to the main event of the weekend. Once a year. The Red River Rivalry. Oklahoma. Texas. Square off. In a meeting between perennial powerhouses. Unlike any other. They fight over the river. And once a year. That's my river. (laughs) A winner is declared. The state fair brings Oklahomans and Texans together, but only one will leave victorious. Number six, Oklahoma. Number 21, Texas. Prime time. This weekend, Texas plus I'm three and a half. Right now. As you should be. <laughs> Texas plus three and a half. They're getting the points in this iteration. Is of- it three and a half or three? They're getting three. They're getting three. Texas plus three in this iteration of the matchup. I'm going to leave it cut and dry. I've got a feeling we all know where you two are going to put your bets. 11 of the last 15 rivalry games between these two teams has been played within seven points. Game is typically close. One team, Texas, is getting three points in a rivalry game. Give me the points. I've got Texas plus three. I'm sure I know where you two are going to go, but Trent, tell us what you think. Way less question marks at Oklahoma, even though we've been expressing disappointment all season. Oklahoma just more put together as a team. I think we we do play to our competition, so I think the the line is appropriate. And this is just a toss-up every year, no matter what. Even if Texas is. is a fucking horrible team. It'll go into overtime. Last season, I think it went to three three overtimes. Overtime. Yep. So, yeah, but I'm a I'm I am literally a Sooner alma mater. I can't. I, if we were zero and five right now, I would take Oklahoma plus whatever fucking points. Trent's got Oklahoma. Unsurprisingly, packs and bigs. Oklahoma. Tell us about them. So I'm going to tell you about Texas right now. Okay. And Dalton Chandler is Friend listening. Of the show. And. Waiting with bated breath to hear our picks, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, Texas, since putting Thompson in at quarterback, has been averaging well over 200 yards per game rushing. Now, passing, he's not necessarily known as a passing quarterback, but he can throw the ball a little bit. He can sling it some. Texas scares the fucking shit out of me. As they should. A running quarterback with... And a very impressive rushing game with probably the best running back in the country in B.J. Robinson. He he had, he's going to have a field day. He had almost 200 all-purpose yards uh, last week. I I think this is hands down the biggest test of Alex Grinch, the defensive coordinator for Oklahoma. It's the biggest test of his career because OU has perennially been bad against rushing quarterbacks and good running backs that can spread you out wide, gash you maybe sling it over the top occasionally. Teams that can run the ball well against Oklahoma usually beat them. I think Oklahoma, however, has the best defense they've had in probably the last 15 years. So I'm going to say Oklahoma minus three. I think they cover, but maybe by four. (laughs) I think it is so close. The best player on our team will win it. Right at the buzzer. Uh, maybe. Burkich? Yeah. 37 to 33, something like that. I, 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 Something like that. Right. Yeah, it might be 36 to 33 or something. I, I think there are going to be some points in this game. I, I, I don't necessarily trust 
Texas's defense that much, considering they gave up 35 to Texas Tech, although mm-hmm. it was garbage time points. I think the defense is a little bit less impressive than OU's. This will be a good test. I mean, thinking of it, this is think hand, of it. This is going to be an amazing game. I really think it's going to be the best game of the season. But think of it from like if a Texas perspective. This is going to be the biggest test for them. Oh, they have nothing to lose either. Like they're going to play a defense with Alex Grinch, who is not afraid to send the fucking house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're going to see lots against of unproven QBs. Yeah, they're going to see lots of pressure in they're the backfield. Yeah. But they're also going to have the opportunity to hit. They're, we leave yeah. one receiver open a lot. Yeah, but most plays. Strategically. Yes. So, we'll see what happens. I'm hoping for a close, competitive game. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I'm yeah, hoping for Texas to be ahead, 24-23, and a last-second field goal makes it 26-24, <laughs> and Texas <laughs> plus three reigns supreme. They ain't hitting a field goal. No, OU hits a field goal to win. Oh, okay. Like Making that. it 26-24, like but my plus three... Gives me hey, the we, victory. We do that's, that. that's what I'm I lose my pick that. and we win the game. I don't. I won't. I care. mean, work, I the work environment Monday will be miserable for you <laughs> if we lose. Oh yeah, yeah. So don't even come in Monday if we lose, <laughs> boss. I'm taking Monday off just <laughs> in Probably case. Uh, we thank you for listening as always to the All College Football Podcast. Texas sucks. Powered by Pollard Media. Texas sucks. Until next week. Texas sucks. Fuck Texas. Texas sucks. See ya.